Ah, thanks for joining us for another edition of Chronic Conversation. As always, I am your host, Jerry Lennerson. Lennerson? <laughs> Anderson. I tried to combine those two names. Leonard, a.k.a. Anderson. It's hard having multiple personalities, let me tell you. <laughs> Along with my beautiful co-host and wife, Jen. Say hello. What's up? That's our hand, if you don't recognize it. And uh, we'll give a shout out to my sponsors. Uh, let me... Uh, uh, I haven't got the copy ready, but I'm going to get a copy. But if you get a chance to go check out Jesse's Resale and you're in the Georgia, Ringgold, Fort Oglethorpe area, please go give that a, a, a check out. Go check out Not Bad Creations on Facebook for all your paracord needs. They make everything from motorcycle get-backs to leashes to whatever you can think of that you might need. Oh, Why are you laughing leashes. when I say leashes? Not, not those bad, kind not of leashes. leashes. Whatever you need your leash for, date night, your dog, whatever. <laughs> Get in touch with Not Bad Creations. Also, Thompson's personal training for all your personal training and nutrition needs. Um, today, my guest returning uh, uh, for the first time in a little bit, it's been a minute since we talked, is uh, BKFC fighter. This let me, let me take a big breath. There's a lot of these. <laughs> Pro boxer, submission grappler, BKFC fighter, Muay Thai fighter. Teacher. Teacher of the year. Great friend. We love him. Juan Torres, man. Thanks for joining us again, brother. Man, I appreciate you having me, brother, man. Uh, real quick, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, my newest sponsor as well, Knock Hard okay. Boxing Gear. Uh, uh, I've got some pretty big fights coming up soon, and man, they're going to keep me looking good in the ring. So I'm excited about them. I just got you know, signed with them, so I'm really excited about Knock Hard Boxing. I'm pretty excited about that myself. Um, <laughs> man, look. Give me a minute to breathe. I'm really excited about tonight because I, you know, previous conversation, what I'd asked you and what you told me. So I'm, I'm excited for things that I, I know are upcoming now. We'll get to in a little bit. But until then, I just wanted to say um, publicly and because I don't know what the universe or God is doing right now, but a lot of people have lost a lot of people they love. So shout out to your friend, mentor and coach and condolences, sir. Um, you know, it's always hard to know exactly what to say, man, but I'm glad somebody like that existed on earth because I see the impact he had on people. Um, and I see that passed down to you and I see you sharing it and you having that impact on people. So it, it built him a legacy. So shout yes. out and uh, condolences, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, man. My, my, my camera meant a lot to me to all of us you know he, he was like a, you know the last interview i think it was october and i i told you i was yeah man this, this is gonna be the dude that he beats covid and we're just gonna laugh about it and right you know, even, even up until the week you know he passed i was you know bringing i was being goofy you know he's the only one i really can just be goofy with and be yourself with right yeah he just he just takes it and I bring. I'd go to the hospital. I, one time, I went to the hospital and demanded to see him, hoping <laughs> they'd let me see him. You know, I took right. it, and they're like, "Man, you gotta go." So, you know, I left, and I'd come like every other day or so. Bring him. I'd bring him like pictures of me, stuff that would make him laugh and smile. Mm -hmm. And you know, he he was a fat boy, so you know he <laughs> loved Whataburger. So I'd bring him like empty bags of Whataburger and you smell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he'd love call, it. He, he would call my other coach Ernest. And he'd tell my, you know, he'd tell Shout out to Ernest, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Coach Ernest for sure. Uh, you know, 
he'd be like, man, tell Juan I say fuck him. You know? <laughs> just mad he didn't get no Whataburger. But he just seems so real. It's good to have real people like that in your life because yeah. there's not a lot of people like that, it seems like, nowadays. No, there's not. There's not. And, you know, the, the, the outer, the what he, people saw was not him. You know, he, he was – he had the best heart, man. He'd get yeah. his shirt off his back. He, you know, there's been plenty of times where I couldn't talk to anybody but him, and I'd call him crying. And you know, right. he's gave me a place to stay and lay my head. You know, there's so many things that, and he doesn't. He never gloated about it. He never held it know, over your head, or yeah, yeah, held it over your head. Nothing like that. He did it because he was that person. He was a good person, you know. So it's just his character, yeah. Yeah, his character and you know, we're doing here here in Huntsville and Houston and in Texas really we're we're you're doing our best to, you know, keep his name alive and you know, we've got the gym running. So so it's it's actually kind of funny. He got kicked out of his the gym that we were at. Yeah. Ended up having to move to another gym and it just so happened that our gym that we're at right now uh-huh. He's buried next to the gym, like he's oh, literally wow. buried next to the gym. And you know, his family, his family awesome. says, you know, we were his kids. Like when I tell you, he cared about all of us, and you know, in a different kind of way. Yeah, we were all his children. We were all his children. So, you know, it just it and you can tell that it came through so much on the videos that I've seen, and 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 yeah. I, I think. His legacy's out there. Like I said, I can see it in the, you know, Mr. Ernest, of course, as well, and some of his videos and the uh, Hit City uh, Boxing Gym. Um, shout out to them and what they're doing with the kids because at the end of the day, I feel like that's what it's all about. Um, and, and and you were all great with that. So, you know, thank you for choosing to be the people you are because that that's what we do. We got to choose every day. We got to choose through pain and hurt and the craziness of life and losing people and still choose to be that good person. And, and y'all are still choosing that even though the tragedy you suffer. So that's a great example for others. So thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He's, um, I, I hope everybody can have a him in their life at some point. Yeah. Because I've had a him and those people with what little things they do make such a difference in your life, let alone the bigger things on the bigger scale that aren't even realized at the time until, you know, much later um, in life. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, he, he you, you could say he was, a, I mean, he was a father figure to me, you know, he, yeah. I have my own father and, you know, but having him and seeing him every day and getting calls from him and messages, it didn't matter what time of the day it was, you know, I'm going to pick up the phone. He'd pick up the phone. He, you know, mm -hmm. he was a workaholic. He'd have the gym and let it be known. He didn't make any money off of the gym. There right. Was, you know, most of the time he came <laughs> out of pocket to try to keep the gym open. Right. And when, when he'd go home, he'd go home and make shirts. He had a t-shirt business on the side so you know he'd make shirts after training people all day all day and then go get up and go to another company where he'd make more shirts you know it's just he was a workaholic man and you know he had the best work ethic i think i've ever seen 
the yeah, best yeah, work yeah. ethic and the way he believed in 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 me all right so like i guess th- this is kind of trickling on to you know my little announcement but good 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 he he never he never really he was never satisfied with my fights like and i get it i understand him and her and his both that you know they they expect me to go in there and knock a dude out within 10 seconds right right so we had this fight against uh ron guerrero two years ago for an ab that was my first title my abo title and uh everybody was happy i won the title by decision you know i i i it was clear that i won through right. those punches moved the best and you know you go and give your coach a hug you keep coach Ernest, i'm proud of you man you did great you know you go to mike and mike's like man fuck you you should have knocked him out in the first <laughs> <run>. <laughs> so, and, and it's just it's one of those things that always stuck in my head and he'd always bring it up He'd always bring that up. You know, you should have knocked him out in the first round. I'm a, I'm not happy that, you know, it went six rounds. It shouldn't have gone six rounds. You know, you're just not letting your nuts hang enough. You need to right. go in there and not worry about getting hit. And he'd always tell me, you know, you got probably one of the best chins in the world. You, know, you, you do. And your no-sell is the best no-sell of any fighter ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that fucking hurt. I know it did. But nothing. And you nothing. just can not even, you know, some some fighters they don't necessarily show pain, but they show it in other ways, other tales, like in their eyes or or a smile, a smirk or something, or yeah, you know, one of these or uh-huh. something. But not not even that. So props, yeah. man. Yeah, well, I tried, man. I try. Even when it hurts, I try. But you know, it's just he was never satisfied with what I did, and it took me a while to understand why. Is because he saw so much in me. You know, he saw so much potential, so much you know, of him, I guess, you know, stuff that he couldn't go do. He, right. He always called me his mini me. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. He wanted that's like, there's no better coach when I'm looking for a coach. I don't really care what your accolades are, but can you help me reach my full potential? Right. And that seems like the kind of guy he was is he's, he's not going to be satisfied until he knows you hit that potential that you can, because a lot of times we'll, set that ceiling a little low for ourselves because it's a little easier. It's not as scary, but somebody else that sees you and can believe in you in a different way. Like, you know, that ceiling's, it's not even there for him. Yeah. And, and, you know, plenty of times me and him and even Ernest now, I I, I couldn't, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, walked out of the gym or, you know, (laughs) throwing my own little fist. Like, man, fuck you. I'm trying hard. Yeah. I'm I'm over here dying. My body hurts. Yeah, You're telling me I'm not I'm not giving you enough. Like, yeah, really screw you, man. You know, and you know you sit back and you're sitting there in bed the night of you know the incident. And you're like, man, I probably could have done a little bit more. Or yeah, maybe you know, maybe one day I'll just I'll just keep pushing until I pass out, and then his punk ass has to call an ambulance. Right. Me, you know? so <laughs> it's just, it was just always a battle with him, and it's still you know it's a battle with Ernest because. I see Mike and Ernest, you know, they're different, but Ernest is the same way. He's not going to give up on his fighters. It's right. three of us. It's three pros that he has right now, and he's not going to give up. And we'll go to cussing each other out, and at the end of the day, it's because he cares. It's because he cares, man. I'm probably the most hard-headed out of all of us. I think I know everything. So, Of, of course. It, and that's it, it's, it's part of what comes with being a fighter, too, and they kind of uh, – 
need you to be that person, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you, you, you kind of got to, there's that fine line between confidence and, and ego, but you need, you need to be humble and, but you need to have confidence in yourself as well. And sometimes right. that can bleed through either way. And that, again, that's a sign of a good coach that can tell which is which and separate them and, and help you find, find your best. Cause yeah, there's nothing, whether it's in wrestling and I, and I remember hearing keep driving, keep driving, keep driving, or it was my boxing coach in the army and it was hit it harder. One more time, hit it harder. One more time, hit it harder. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm going, am I not hitting it as hard as I can? Am I, am I hitting it weak? Maybe I'm just weak. You know, maybe I can't hit it any harder. And then I hit it harder and you're like, Oh, okay. And it all makes sense. So it's, it's really cool that he was one of those people that could help make sense of it for you. I bet you still hear him in your head all the time, though, in training and stuff, don't and you? It's, I think about him. It's crazy because I think about him every morning when I'm in the gym. You know, I'm doing mm-hmm. my road work. I think right. about him then. I walk into the into the boxing gym, and that's the first thing I think of, man. I, I look <laughs> over to the right, and you know, we, have, we have his headgear, and we have his gloves there. And, you know, it's it's one of those unwritten rules. Nobody touches that shit no more, you know? Right, right. And, and it's it, – it, you can feel him inside the gym. That was his life. So you can yeah. feel him. There's been times where, you know, you can just feel him pushing you in the middle of a sparring round or in the middle of a drill. I can hear his little whiny voice. <laughs> me going right. half ass, you know, so he's, he's there. And like I said, it's, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing how God works because mm-hmm. he's buried right next to the gym every day. When we do our road work, we have to run past his grave. We run past his grave every day. And, and you know, if I'm getting tired, I'm not going to stop and, and start walking around where his grave is. I'm going to wait no. the side of the road. Right, yeah. You know, just out of respect. And, you know, I don't want him to haunt me that night in my dreams or something. So Right. Don't want to feel that disappointment running around yeah. it, right? That's That's right. So, you know, he's there. We feel him. You know, we've had people – that just leave the gym crying because they feel him that day or that night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's that's, there. that's an amazing legacy that he has left behind. Uh, like I'm so, I'm so, I am so glad because a, a lot of, especially it seems more so, you know, it was one thing in my generation it seems to get worse. Every generation uh, men seem lost. They don't have a lot of mentors. We don't, people are so toxic and narcissistic. It's hard to know who to look to, to learn how to be a man. Um, People talk about toxic masculinity a lot, but what they don't talk about is positive masculinity, what real masculinity is. And real masculinity is a, is a man like your coach. He is a prime example of that. And we need to understand the narrative that there's a yin and yang, but he's the other side of that coin. There, there, there is a, a, uh, other side of that coin, right? Right, right. I agree. Yep. yep. Yeah. Hit. So, I know. Can you tell us what happened? Because I was waiting for you to announce a fight, okay? And then uh, I didn't see you on the feed for a few days or something. So then I started getting worried. So then I'm like scrolling through. I'm like, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe you know how the weird algorithms are and stuff. So I'm scrolling through nothing. So, so I'm worried about this point. <laughs> it was it was supposed to be about uh, I was supposed to actually fight last weekend for the BKFC. It was supposed to be against Bobo, uh, Bobo Bannon, I think is his last name. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. 
you know, stuff fell, falls through all the time, you know. Of course. There, things happen, and uh, it ended up that it all comes down to money sometimes. So the guy yeah. that he f- ended up fighting was actually from that area. So, of okay. course, you know, they asked me to, hey, move to the side and let this dude, you know, fight him. That way they can, you know, sell the tickets over there in Jackson. Right. So I I didn't mind it. I understand, you know, it's business a lot things of times. Things happen. Yeah, things happen. So I'm not worried about it. Um, So I, I think maybe, well, it was supposed to be March. I was supposed to maybe get on that card. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I've been, I've been. Shout out to T Grid Promotions also because as soon as I saw that they were having a fight out here in Conroe, Texas, man, I reached out to, to them and you know they've always been great with me. They've always been uh, you know, good as, as far as putting me on their cards when I ask them or need them. Right. So going back to, you know, coach telling me, fuck you, you should have knocked him out. <laughs> it's been about a year, a year or so, you know, and I don't talk shit. Like I try. But at the end of the day, man, I just sit there and I'm quiet. But fucking Ron Guerrero, I've been trying and trying and asking for a rematch. Uh-huh. And I shouldn't have because I beat him. I beat him up. Right. So I've been trying to get another fight with him. Not only so I can please myself, but I also, I know Mike's watching and I know Mike needs that fight to happen. You know? Right. And I've been I've been asking for it and nothing. It came down to I think he doesn't want to fight me in my hometown area or whatever it is. He's scared. I'm not sure what it is, but because a fighter's a fighter, I don't I hate hearing things like that. And I hear about negotiations and even in submission grappling tournaments, there's arguments about rules and negotiations and blah blah blah. Um, it, to me, if you're a real martial artist, if you're a real fighter, somebody says, "Do you want to fight?" You say yes. Yep. Let's right, do it. right. You yeah. do it. Either I'm gonna win or I'm gonna lose. Yeah. So he's fought. He's fought. I think he's had two or three other fights. Won them. He's got. He won two titles after we fought for the title that I have. He mm-hmm. won one with the AB ABF, I believe, and then uh-huh. so he won the ABO title for the Americas, which is uh, it's higher than the title that I beat him for. So now right. he's ranked above me in the ABO. I think he's like the number one heavyweight in the ABO right now. So, so I, I talked to I talked to the ABO and I told him, hey, I'm trying to fight him. I talked to El Tigre Promotions and I and I tell them, hey man, I'm trying to fight him. Well, it ended up he's not trying to fight out here, whatever his reason is. Right. And I just got a call, I think earlier today or last night, my manager was talking to to his people and it came down to the point where I'm like, man, I don't care if I got to fight you in a fucking, in a public restroom. Right. A phone booth. Yeah. It don't matter. Like right. I just need to do this for myself, for my team, for Mike. So that I can tell Mike, you know, Hey, I did it. You were right. You know, yeah. so I'm at that point now. And my manager, uh, junior got the call last night and we're going to be fighting April 9th in his hometown, in his home area in Harlingen, Texas, uh, for uh, WBC Latino title. Oh, wow. That is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah, so that's that's another big thing. Coach Coach Mike, that was his biggest dream is, you know, winning a green – everybody wants to win the green belt. Everybody wants to win a green title. 
Right. So it, it just, I know Coach Ernest is mad at me sometimes because I say, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it for Mike. This is for Mike. You right. Know, he, and he tells me, no, this is for you. You need to do this it for you. you. But this is for Mike. This, the, the green titles for Mike, the, you know, the f- knocking Ron out because I'm going to knock him out. That's for Mike. Well, in, in a kind of a way, in a, in a sideways way, it is doing it for him is doing it for you, right? Exactly. That's right. Because all he wanted was the best for me. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted the best for me. He saw me when I was on my, God put him in my life when I was at my lowest. And I, I keep telling people that, and I, you know, at his funeral, I told people that, man, I, I went through so much around that time and was ready mm-hmm. to give up and God put him in my life and he made me. He made me because there were times where I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to the gym. Of course, I yeah. I didn't want to fight anymore, you know. And he made me get up and go to the gym. He he threatened me. He threatened, I will kick your ass if you don't come to this gym. You know, I see so much in you. I will beat the brakes off you. I believe with my whole heart he would have. And he would have. He's yeah. probably one of the only ones in this world that can probably beat the brakes <laughs> off of me. You know, so he was putting my life at the right time. And and all I can do is just honor his legacy every day by right. saying his name, by keeping the gym alive, by keeping his fighters. Tonight we're actually I'm actually in Greenspoint right now in, in Houston. Uh we have golden gloves and there's this little boy, Eli. He started training with him. He's another one of those stories where the younger kid, the, the real yeah, young one? Yeah, yeah, I've been following his story too. Lately. Yeah. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. So cool. So, you know, he he doesn't he didn't have a male figure. You know, he doesn't like, he didn't have that. Mike was that male figure. Yes. Player. Thank God, and, you know. And, yeah. And you know, Ernest stepped up big time, man. Ernest stepped up and we got him trained for the past few months. He's been training with Ernest and us. And today's his big Speaking of Ernest. I just got a message. He says He's a lie. I'll beat him up. <laughs> That's kind of, hey, he, might, he might be able to move move around me because he's got them quick feet. Yeah. Once he gets tired, hey, tell him about that jujitsu. He don't want to grapple good, with me. Good footwork, but he don't want to go to the ground, huh? He does not want to go to the ground. That's the only thing. And then, there's been times where I've sat there, and he don't know this, so this is going to be news to him. Uh-huh. We've sat there, and we've argued, and we've come close to fighting. I'm like, bitch, I got the advantage over you because I'll take your ass down and break your arm. And right. shit you can do about it, you know, just just goofing off. But, yeah, right. I get him on the ground. That's the only <laughs> way I'll probably get Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him, Ernest. <laughs> uh, there's another guy on here. He wants to know, who is your favorite fighter? My favorite fighter? Man, I like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's always been yeah. my top guy, you know. And besides Mike, you know, Mike Hammer, of course. Of course. My coach. You know, he 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 fought he used to spar in freaking crocs, man. Like it don't get it don't get that's that's as real as it gets right there. Right. You know? Ernest he, said, L O L love y'all, but I can't wrestle. <laughs> See, I told you I got him right there. That's where I get his ass. Uh, man. Oh, Lord. We we got a lot of these youngsters. Uh today it's just Eli. And like I said, mm-hmm. Eli, that, that's a big deal because mm-hmm. just how how he came about and we he picked back up when he could have just quit. You know, he was heartbroken too about right. I think I think uh his mom actually posted a video of her telling him about 
Coach Mike, oh, no. he, just, he broke down. You know, it was yeah. one of those things like, man, I just got this guy that believes in me, that cares about me, and now you're telling me he's gone, you know? So it's a lot of us like that. It's a lot of us even just talking about him, you know, me and Ernest got to watch ourselves because we'll be talking about him and you'll see Ernest's big, tough ass start tearing up and like, man, yeah. with all that sensitive stuff, you know? Right. It is what it is. He was a great person to everybody around him. Yeah. Only only thing is, you know, you couldn't take him to a restaurant because he was rude. He'd be rude to the waitresses <laughs> and then leave like a $50 tip. Just rude as you can be. Hey, look, yeah, look, my wife's a server. She said, be rude as you want to be. Yeah, yeah, just leave the tip, right? (laughs) Leave the tip. You good. That's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, so we got got the WBC Latino title uh, April 9th, man, and I'm really excited about it. You know, I'm putting everything I have into this. Where can they watch that? It's going to be on pay-per-view, and you'll start seeing more stuff come up. We just – I think they just got done with all the negotiations – Either this morning or last okay. night, so we'll start seeing wow. more, more, uh, more posters and stuff pop up, and you know, you'll see more. Please about tag it. the show, man. Tag me, tag the sure. show. Let me spread that sure, out because people need to see this up, one man. for sure, for sure. So you know, and then after that, uh, hopefully we can get you know, I get the knockout, and we go April thirtieth. God willing, everything works out right. We can get on the LT Gray show in Conroe. And, you know, there's another guy who I think he took a message the wrong way because they posted a poster of him and he has a fight coming up. And, you know, he's fought nothing but scrubs in Texas and in Columbia. Um, I think he's gone to Columbia. Guys that are like 0 and 25. Just guys that are all B-side. Right, B-side guys. And mm-hmm. you know, all I said was, I'd like to fight you. And he took it completely the wrong way. And just, you know, went to talking shit. So, uh-huh. you know, uh, he's got to see me now, too, somehow. So we, hopefully yeah. we can make that happen. What, what What is it do you think that is that, like, I just said I wanted to fight you. Like, how could you misconstrue that? It's pretty fucking. Yeah. There's I no mean, miscommunication. Somebody's got, got, got that ego. And it is what it is, man. You know, if you're mad about me wanting to fight you, then beat me up. Fight me, right? Fight me. That's right. Don't talk to me. Up. Just fight me. Yeah. That's it. You know, but they don't that, want that, that smoke. One, I told you before, about. they don't want that smoke. They really don't. They really don't. That one BKFC fight. I wish I could remember his name. A big bearded dude. Oh, uh, you just, you just. Look like Kimbo? Yeah, the dude that you tore up from round one to the very end of that fight, and I, somehow I think they gave him the decision. I'm, I'm really oh, confused yeah. about that. I don't know how the scoring works, but I guess it's one of those things they say don't leave it to the judges, and I get that, and that's probably don't, what Mike would tell you. Yeah. Don't leave <laughs> but, it to the judges in their hometown, because that was, uh, he was he was from Miami. Enough said. You know, enough he, said. He, was, he was actually a WBC champion out in, in uh, England or something like that. You know, he was – he was well known, and I, I fucked up. I should have knocked him out. You know, and he that's looks, all I get. Look at the end of that fight. He looks so relieved it's over. Like he just, yeah. you know, <laughs> just like on I. The cameras, on the cameras, I'm yelling, "Hey, I want to run it back. I want to." I heard it. it. And he's and he's grabbing me, going, "No, no, 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 no!" no. 
Keep your mouth shut. Don't talk about that. Right. Let's just hang out. Let me buy you a drink. Yeah. yeah. No, I want to fight. I want to fight again. Junior Santiago said you won that fight. It was bullshit. I agree. Like, again, I don't, I don't understand how the scoring works. I haven't watched it enough yet, but I've watched combat sports all my life. Like I'm, you know, one of its biggest fans. So I feel like I at least have a general idea how things work and, you, you know, this is armchair, don't know what he's talking about quarterback. But, yeah, to me, like, it's one of those obvious ones, too. It isn't like, well, it couldn't win either way. It's like, no, no, yeah, that's no. bullshit. Like, he beat that man within an inch of his life. Like, he was still standing, but there was a couple times he was well, he just was, glazed yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's on me. I blame nobody but myself. The judges did what they had to do. That's and- true. You know, and, and, that, and well, you do that, and, and let me let me do this part there. <laughs> you be humble. I'm not going to be humble for you. I seen that shit. Look, well, I appreciate you. You tore man. him up. He may have been. He was out on his feet, and and that ain't even a metaphor. That's there was a couple times where you hit him, and uh, yeah, I just there's there's so many. I wish I knew how to make memes because some of his facial expressions would make some of the best memes. <laughs> That's funny. That's you ever funny. had anybody do that to you yet? Take a picture of me and make a meme. Oh. oh yeah, we've had memes made of me. Uh, when I fought for Bellator, there was I got kicked like right in the groin, and you know, not even probably the fight hadn't been over, and there was already a meme up of that. You know, explain to people. So I get this question a lot. They say, "Don't um, don't they wear a cup?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't think they get it because." It, it, it provides some. It still hurts. Things still move. Yep. And yeah, a good kick, a good solid kick, like it may keep them from rupturing, but it still hurts yeah. so bad. Oh yeah, it still hurts. Yeah, you still feel it for sure. No doubt. And wear them in jujitsu, not just for protection, but they're great for arm bars. Yeah, yeah. True story. True yeah. story. Get get you a super big one for for the arm bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ernest said um, his name was. I don't know. H e r e l u i s. Oh, Herlius, 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 Herlius. Yeah, Herlius. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, had a weird name. He was from yeah, in England. I'm look. That's one job I would not want in combat sports, and that would be to be announcers. Yeah, some of those and names are rough. Yeah. Juan Torres versus this guy. Yeah, yeah. Best way to do it. Yeah. I've done some commentating on some boxing and. I want, like, give me the card and the names in advance. To give me some phonetics. Yeah, so I can write it out and practice sound it a bunch and sound it out. Because e- yeah. especially on the spot, even easy things and stuff, you can you get I couldn't even up. say my own name. And it's just Leonard and Anderson. That's pretty easy to say. And I couldn't say that right. So. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I understand that. I'm not a very good public speaker either. So. No. Yeah. I, I try to keep my mouth shut as much as possible. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm really too dumb to be doing a show like that, but I like to talk. So, <laughs> so I tell everybody to begin. It's like I'm not an expert, and everything I say is only a perspective or an opinion. Don't take it as I'm trying to say I know what I'm talking about. It's fact. It's just the way I feel about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we was yeah. talking about football earlier. Um, what do you think the Texans can do differently next year to – to make a serious run, man, I think you're the GM. Think, what do you do? What's your first move? You gotta get rid of Deshaun. You gotta, you gotta get rid of Deshaun. I think you gotta get a coach first, right? 
Right. You got to get a head coach, and then, man, you got to Y'all can't have Rabel coach. back. I'm sorry. Huh? Yeah. You can't I have Rabel back. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we could get him back. That'd be great. But, you know, get a good head coach, get a good – from what I understand, there's a bunch of drama in the locker room anyway, so. Oh, my um, gosh. So, I don't know, man. Get rid of Deshaun, get you a quarterback, and start building that defense up again. Because – them and the Tennessee Titans seem to share that thing to where it seems like they start getting some holes plugged and then a couple few over here pop up. Like you get a few holes in the defense plugged Uh in and all of a sudden somebody's out or injured or that, that hole. You see that kind of the same way. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're, we've, we've lost so much talent. Like I don't see us actually making a real, big run for another two or three years man like, right. it's gonna be a little kind of rebuilding yeah it's gonna be a while they were saying today i think i saw like a meme or something that they were trying to get that quarterback from uh the 49ers what's his name garoppolo yeah yeah garoppolo so, they ain't they going after him rogers no he's man, gonna, that'd be yeah, oh, he's, gonna, he's he's already got a house in don't nashville. say that out loud don't say that out loud he has bought a what? house in nashville Somebody said she was tell me that he bought a house in Nashville. I'm just, I've never been for get the, here's my thing about Aaron Rodgers. He's an amazing quarterback, but guess what? He didn't get it done this year either. No, he didn't. Mm-mm. Is he really? Plus he's not a long-term solution. Like, you still got to think about the future. I don't like, I get what Tampa Bay did and, and that paid off for him. They got a Super Bowl. Yeah. But how rarely does it pay off? Maybe a couple times when it when Brady did it and when Peyton Manning did it. So right. the risk reward to me is not worth. I don't know. I want to see what that quarterback for uh, the Jaguars does because he didn't do very good this year. So. Yeah, no. You think it was the coaching? You think it was Urban? I think Urban screwed up a lot of stuff over there, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see next year. Who'd they hire? Who'd they get this for for next season? I cannot remember off the top of my head. What are looking for? Um, the person that got hired as the um, – Head coach for the Jaguars. Yeah, head, car- yeah. head coach mm-hmm. for the Jaguars. I'll say it ten times fast. <laughs> I forgot who it was. Urban Mayer? He was the one that was fired. Oh, yeah, he got fired. Is it, can you put in maybe new head coach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, crazy things going on in football all over the place. Um, all over. It's been such a weird year. Yeah. Leftwich. Leftwich. Oh, that's right, Byron Leftwich from the. By, yeah, Byron Leftwich. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's, I think that that'll here. be all right. Yeah. Yeah, that could be an interesting thing because he's a great quarterback, and I said the same thing about Cincinnati's cor- quarterback, and everybody's given. The coach, all the praise, but I feel like he does a lot of the play calling on the field. He's had to in a lot of situations, but he seems to be running that offense more than anybody else is. So I kind of get Joe Burrows. He's just good. I I, I told somebody that even as good as the team around him is, he's better than the team he's on. If he was surrounded by people of his level, it would be one of those crazy undefeated season type things probably. Right. Tom Brady. Tom, somebody said Tom Brady is the goat. Well, I mean, it's I don't like the man too much. I'm not a big fan, but it's really hard to argue with that. Um, yeah. Junior Santos. So you, you got the Bengals? You got the Bengals in the Super Bowl? 
I was almost wishing it was going to be a repeat and San Francisco would win, so it would be the repeat of the last time the Bengals went in and lost to San Francisco. I'm just there for the halftime show. Yeah, we're just mostly there for the halftime show. But I think, I don't know, I think the Rams are going to pull it off. Yes, and the commercials. I I don't. I think so, too. Yeah, that's, that's, again. All the uniforms are ugly, so what? Yeah, (laughs) no, I've said all the uniforms are ugly, so what does it matter? True story. That's how I judge a football game, like, you want to watch this game? I'm like, I don't know. Are there any pretty uniforms or no? <laughs> they, they got them loud uniforms, yeah. That's why she likes the Oregon Ducks. Her favorite college team is Oregon Ducks because they got the cool uniforms. Oh, but it's been for years. Like it's been for years. Uniforms. I mean, she's an avid fan, so more power to her, yeah. Uh, okay. Mariota. <laughs> Mariota, well. Mariota, yeah. Well, he didn't turn out too good, did he? No. God, I had such high hopes. He like, he's with the Raiders now, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think he's a backup on the – or maybe he's – look, Mariota Young, those guys, those guys I had such high hopes for. Like, they, they broke my heart. They really did, man. Yeah, Young, man. That, I wanted everybody to be McNair, you know. I wanted everybody to be McNair, and they just weren't. Yeah, yeah. And though everybody's really pissed at Tannehill now for his three interceptions, I'm not so mad. Like, I feel like I'm pretty dumb, and I trust the coach. He's like coach of the year material. And John Robinson is an amazing and intelligent GM. And I feel like if they feel like he's what they need, then he's what they need. Right. Like, I can't break it down for you and tell you why, but I trust them. And I'm a fan. Do you think when it comes to fighting football, pro wrestling, everything now, everybody's too much of an expert and a critic and we're not, we can't just sit back and be fans anymore. Yeah. I think everybody's got something to say about some and they don't understand. No. Yeah. They don't. They, they don't, most of the time haven't done it, haven't experienced it. And even if you have, you're not doing it now and you weren't in that fight. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm, of course, yeah, I still I'm watch pay per views with guys that say things like, why didn't he just move? <laughs> you know what? Let me call Juan tonight and I'm going to ask him that. It's like, why, why didn't, why didn't he, he move? He was throwing them punches that you should have just moved. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> you feel silly now, don't you? <laughs> It's great. Or I, uh, it, it's. Do you ever get to watch like pay per views or fights with guys like that that are just so entertaining because of the things they say? Because you can tell they're just no clue. You, you, you get your mind off a of fight and you start listening to the shit that comes out of their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Man, just you're shut up, focus, yeah, you're trying to focus on the fight. They just. Yeah. Blackout. Yeah. I couldn't be in that sport, man. I'd hurt somebody for real, yeah. bruh. I'd see red or something. I see red. Like I go blank, man. Man. I feel somebody. That's why I can't do it. That's crazy. I got the dim mock touch, so you can't. I'll use yeah. it, too. I ain't afraid to use it. <laughs> oh, bro. I remember some, one time somebody told me that um, no grappling would be effective in the street. I said, don't you think Shit. if you had somebody. Right. So just to jump on one submission, I said, don't you think choking somebody is a pretty good way to stop? a situation from escalating. He said, well, if you got me in a rear naked choke, I just bite your arm. I said, this is a life or death situation. I said, I tell you what, I'm going to put my arm in your mouth yeah. and start squeezing. And I'm going to say, go. Yeah. We're going to see who lets go first. Okay. Exactly. That's right. Cause I don't even yeah. think of neck cranks. Cause again, they don't know what I'm talking about. I'll just crank you. I don't care. Yeah. And like 95% of the fights end up on the ground anyways. Yeah. So if you know your way around on the ground, you know. If nothing else, you can get back up quick. to continue, right? Right. Yeah. 
you, you have to know your way around no matter what your strengths are. If you don't, that's like if you go down and then you're in a, you're lost, you're lost, right? Yeah. Yep, you're done. That's it. If you don't know how to get up, if you don't know how to move your hips, you're done. Yeah. I, mean, I, I may not be looking for like an ankle lock or an arm bar, but there's still oh. some shit I'm on, right? There's still some yeah, stuff some that's very effective. stuff that you could do. Yeah. Basic stuff that you could do to get out of that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, but it, but it is, it's really, it, it's really entertaining. And I'm just giving these guys a hard time. I'm no pro or anything myself, but, uh, <laughs> So I, I'm talking shit, but um, that that is fun to do. Um, do you are you still a big fan of combat sports, or are you one that you're just doing it because you love to do it, or do you love to watch as well? I love to do it, and I love to watch. I think right now I enjoy I enjoy watching the BKFC mostly out of everything, you know, BKFC and boxing. Yeah, you know, boxing, boxing. I still I still watch it like I'm watching films. So you know, right. I'm, I'm, I see some moves that I might like that I'll go to the gym on Monday and try, you know? Right. But BKFC is just, BKFC is just like, I'm a fan of BKFC. Like I see the BKFC and I'm like, man, I'm excited. You know, it's It's very entertaining. And, And people like Joe Rogan, myself and others has been vowing that, that's I know how you see some of the faces of BKFC, but there, there's lots of fights and some of the faces aren't too bad. And you got to think because the first thing they say is, well, you know, no gloves. So it's more dangerous. But what people they always think the gloves protect the face or headgear protects your head and it makes the punch softer. It doesn't. Right. The, the gloves head, protect your hands, your hands. Right. So um, it, it changes up strategies and how you have to fight. Right. Like you have to hit right. different. You got to. Do you have to like pick your punches more carefully now, or you you pick them you pick them more carefully, and a lot of times you don't throw so heavy towards the head. If you're gonna if you're right. gonna throw with all you got, you're gonna throw it to body. the body because the head. You know you duck your opponent ducks his head, and you're gonna your hands gonna explode on the top of that dude's head. Yeah, nine times out of ten, you're gonna break your hand on that dude's head if he ducks his head or you know. Even on the four ounce plus people like Fedor and lots of people broke their hands all the time throwing the big punches. So this is no gloves. Yeah. The gloves don't matter. And uh I think it is more safe because of that, because you're not gonna throw as hard because you're barehanded, you know? Right. You're barehanded. So you're gonna of course you're gonna try to take care of yourself while you're fighting, you know? Of course. So and then I've heard it from, you know, other bare knuckle fighters, you know, like I don't throw heavy and, and you know a lot of guys don't throw heavy. And if you do, it'll probably only be once, right? Right, right. And it's it's because you've got that shot and you know that it's gonna land. You right. got the perfect shot. You're not it's not gonna be like the first round and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna throw my heaviest shot at your head and you know, you're gonna duck your head and I'm gonna break my shit. Like it's gonna happen. Right. And BKFC is kinda like the old UFC and the way that the people that fight in it are from all combat sports, like there's MMA fighters, boxers, kickboxers, right? Juan Torres, who's everything, of course. But <laughs> um, do you find that is there any certain people with with certain backgrounds that are, are a little tougher, maybe because of the cross training or something else? Do you think that gives them an edge? Is it a disadvantage because now they have to focus on one thing, or, or what do you, how do you feel about that? I think I think the advantage goes a lot to the. MMA and the Muay Thai guys because of the clinch because you're allowed to clinch right. and you're allowed to hold the back of the head. A lot of you know boxers they don't know how to do that. You fight how you're trained to... and they're trained not to rabbit punch or right. 
a lot of the rules that you don't have in the big KFC. Right. So more tie fighters, I would give the advantage to more tie fighters because they can, they know how to, you know, grip the head and drop the elbow and, and keep that, keep that clinch tight. Right. So for sure. Yeah. I would say yeah. more tie fighters. And, and jumping back to grappling real quick, how, I know you've done a bunch of grappling tournaments, I'm sure, submission grappling tournaments. You know, like, each one comes with its own set of rules. Like I said, you know, the upper echelon, people will negotiate rules and, you know, you can't do this or this is how we start out of, you know, neutral or, or whatever. Right. Um, do you find it's more difficult doing, like, the grappling circuit because of the rule changes? Or do you just – you have your game and, and no matter what, you go in there with your game? Because, again, you do what you're trained. So if you're trained to do something that – my game, as far as grappling, my my game hasn't been affected. You know, I do mm -hmm. I do what I do, and if if we're like in a rules meeting and they tell you you can't do a certain thing, I'll try not to do it. And if I end up doing it, then so be it. I'll take that warning. I'll take what you know. That's whatever. why I was gonna ask: Are they pretty good about yeah. giving warnings or? Yeah, yeah, you know, warnings, and if you you get a point taken, you get a point taken. Whatever, you know, it's part of it. I'm not gonna slow down too much just to appease to their rules. So if I mess up, I mess up. Take the point. Right. I mean, if you disqualify me, if it's that severe where you get me disqualified, then so be it. But right. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna slow down too much. Right. You still no. gotta kinda do you, right? Yeah, you gotta do you. Yeah. Yeah, I even for an example, I did a, a tournament in, in the Smoky Mountains where you know, certain wrestling rules like um, takedowns were so much, throws were so much, but submissions only counted as 15 points. They didn't stop a fight. It's mm -hmm. the only tournament I've ever done in my entire life where a submission didn't stop the fight. Have you That's ever weird. had any – I was going to ask you, have you ever been in a tournament with just some kind of weird rule where you're like, what? No. Uh-uh, nothing like that. Like, you yeah. submit somebody, you won, right? That's You're it. right. That's, That's what I always thought. Not this was, By the way, this was my very first tournament, so I was already nervous. I was terrified, and I'm like, wait, I've been practicing to stop this with submissions. Not only that, I'm a fairly short guy. I'm 5'7", and the guy I face is like 5'4". I've never faced anybody with a lower center of gravity than me. I'm used to always taller guys. Being tall, yeah. It's being your size, you're a pretty good size guy. So, are you usually the bigger guy? Do you have trouble with either bigger or smaller guys for any reason? Boxing, MMA, for the most part, I'm always the shorter, heavier guy, man. Right. You know, I'm always, I'm, I'm right at six foot, you know. So, and that's like on a lucky day where I get a good stretch in, I'm six foot. Right, on tiptoes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, most of the guys that I fight, man, they're like 6'4", six, 6'7", six, you know, they're right. big, big boys, you know. I I used to be the heaviest, so I, I, like, my first boxing match, I fought a guy that was 6'7", 290. Well, that fight I came in, I was, you know, six foot two ninety nine or something like that. I was big, you know. So, now it's... I'm the shortest and the lightest. But you I can see fighting them. guys that tall. How much inside fighting and, and clinching work do you practice? That's that's all I used to do with Mike. That's right. that was Mike's game. You know that was Mike's game. Mike's game is get inside and and. I bet that was some training to too. Clinch work with Mike. That's a thick dude. Man, that's a big old. Boy. Solid. He looks solid too, bro. He's very solid for the for the longest time. He was my only sparring partner, right? So. 
you'd get days where he'd get to the gym and he's pissed off because he had a crappy day at work. Well, who do you think he's going to take it out on? Right. This guy, you know? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you, yeah. And you knew, you knew he took it serious because he'd get out of his Crocs and put his boxing shoes on. Oh, no. He didn't wear a mouthpiece whenever he sparred, but whenever he was serious, he'd put the mouthpiece in, wrap his hands. Like, he was ready to take that receipt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, I'll always miss about him is yeah, those sparring and the inside the inside fighting with him and the, the six-inch punches. He used to call them six-inch punches. Oof. You can knock out a dude with a six-inch punch, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, you just, get that. Man, yeah. Good Lord, how how did it feel the first time you knocked out an opponent? Uh, the first time I did was an amateur boxing, and I, I'll honestly say it's bittersweet because I'm not I'm not normally a, a violent guy, and you don't know this dude. So on the one hand, I was super stoked that I knocked him out, and then I won. But on the other hand, I I almost felt a little guilty afterwards. Is that a normal thing or? I, I didn't feel guilty. I, it was more excitement. It was more, man, I don't have to fight the rest of these rounds. Right. You know, I get it was that too. I was tired. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think my favorite knockout came when I wasn't even expecting to knock the guy out. It was, it was a left hook and it was like the second round and I didn't even throw it with bad intention. It was right. one of those where it just, it landed just right. And the dude's Precision. head just, yeah. And the dude's head just snaps, and yeah. you see him fall to the ground and get in the in, in the in the, you know, curled up. And I'm just, well, that's it, I guess. Uh, you know, I walked away, did a little dance, and walked over to Ernest. You know, that's probably my favorite bo- knockout, boxing Man. wise. So yeah, yeah, that's it, it is, and it's yeah. Overall, it's an amazing experience, and like you said, yeah, you're so happy. It's like oh, I don't have to do this no more. And like you said, it, it came out of nowhere because I. I was a gym bully, so I was used to putting guys down. So uh-huh. here I am in my first fight, and I, I'm i doing everything I did in sparring, but I'm not putting this guy down. So, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this psychologically it's at that point. So when he went out, phew, so happy. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I imagine that's probably how you felt after training sessions with Mike. Hell yeah. The best, the best time, you know, the be- just the best feeling you can have is after sparring eight to 10 rounds with Mike after a shitty day that after him having a shitty day, all you can do is just be thankful and, and yeah. go home. And You're I not mad about nothing no more, right? Nothing. That's right. People ask a lot. They're like, I, I hear this a lot too. Um, well, if they hate each other so bad, why are they hugging after this? Like, do you not understand they just went 10 rounds and just they they were trying to murder each other. Like, legit, they're trying to murder each other. And they 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 push through it's that. A, like, yeah, it's a mutual respect, man. It's a mutual you both no overtime pay in boxing, he said. Yeah. Johnson. Huh? Johnson said, uh Ernest said uh no overtime pay in boxing. No overtime. That's right. You don't get paid overtime. You that's don't right. get in and get out. Yeah, that's a good saying. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, that's it's it's just a mutual respect with 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 boxers. You know, you might hate each other, but hey, you both got in there, you both duped it out, and at the end of it, you know, just like anywhere else in the street or you know prison or wherever you're at, 
you shake your hand, you shake hands and go about your business, man. Right. Yeah. That's it's just, done. That's just that's just a man thing, I think. You know. Yeah. Plus, it's escalated. That's that's the top level. Of, you know, next to that is murder. So there's there's fighting and there's murder. So we've done yep. everything we can to settle this to without settle. murdering each other. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of in, in boxing or, or combat sports in general, man, we're there for the same reason. We're there to feed our family. Point blank. Period. Right. At the end right. of the day, I'm there to feed my kids. I'm there to, you know, make sure I got a roof over my head. And after the fight, man, I'm paid. You're paid. We go about our business. No reason we, to be mad anymore, right? No reason to be mad anymore. Yeah, there's you know? just no reason. Well, man, uh, I appreciate it. Is there anybody? We'll go ahead and wrap this up before we do. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out or yeah, anything man, else you want to tell anybody? I for sure want to, again, I want to thank Hard Knock Boxing Gear. My homeboy, uh, Love, man, he was one of Mike's best friends too, man. He's, you know, he just started his his uh, boxing gear business, and you know, he's he's blessed me enough to sponsor me and and take care of me. So Thank you. you know, I appreciate him so much for that. Of course, always Junior and Top Tier Management Group. He's, you know, he's another one that I don't trust very many people, and and I know I can trust him with my career, and and right. always looking out for me. You know, Coach Ernest. You know, we might butt heads every now and then, but I understand more than ever that it's for my own good, you know, right. for him, you know, him believing in me. Um, I actually, uh, my homeboy and, and uh, close friend Gilbert, you know, he's over there. There's an, there's another gym that I'm attending to work on, you know, different things. I go, I go to two different gyms. Uh -huh. and, uh, his name's Gilbert and, and Jose, both of them, man, they've been doing you know helping me out with you know with the extra stuff that i need help with the the the, right. the punch count getting my punch count up higher and you know i appreciate jose cabrera and and gilbert man they, they're always looking out for me you know also you know that you'll see them too very soon so i don't, I don't um, think your opponents are going to appreciate all that quite as much they're not man i'm, I'm going to be it's going to be a different person with a different mindset the thing is man I'm not, I'm not, I'm not friendly no more when it comes to, to this because. Right. I, you can't be I'm, right at this level. Yeah. Now and now more than ever, man, I see it and, and losing Mike and, and not being able to fulfill Mike's dreams for me. I have that attitude. Now I have Mike's attitude. I have yeah. that fuck you attitude. So yeah, it's, it, you'll just see a different, completely different guy come. You know, I think maybe March 5th, we're going to have a tune up. So mm -hmm. The soonest you'll see me in the ring, possibly and hopefully, will be March fifth. If not April 9th, it's a different animal, man. I'm not. I'm yeah. not playing anymore. I'm great, playing great anymore. news for your fans, for your opponents. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's right. Also, real quick, I want to. I want to thank LT Red Promotions, man. They're like I said, they're always looking out for me. They're always, you know, when they're taking care of their Houston, you know, their Houston fighters, and so I, I'm mm -hmm. very appreciative of that. Also, I want to give a shout out to Jr. One of my he's one of my heavyweight sponsors. Jr. Chris and Andrew, all three of those guys right there. This month, next month, or the month after that, they're they're turning pro, so they're fixing to have their pro debuts. Make sure right. you look out for them. You know, absolutely. Jr. is a freaking monster, dude. When I tell you, you know, he touches you with a jab, you're gonna feel it. You know, Chris, Ooh. Chris and Andrew, you know, they they move like freaking killers. You know, Chris. Chris has just got. He's got that that Muhammad Ali movement. So you know, look Smooth out for him. And, fluid. and and Andrew, man. 
Andrew's just that good old Mexican style fighter, bro. Uh, you know, he's just War. He, he, yeah, he reminds me a lot of Canelo. You see, you see the way he moves and just a lot of Canelo's moves. He you can tell he he studies Canelo. So definitely want to give him a shout out. And my middle school football players, I told them I'd give them yeah. a shout out. So, you know, I know some of them are gonna be watching this. Mass Park Football, I'm giving y'all a shout out, bro. I'm proud of y'all. Shout out to the football team. Shout out to all his sponsors. And if you're interested in sponsoring him, please get in touch with him, man. You guys are the ones that make it happen, right? How do they get in touch with you if they want to sponsor you? Uh, They can hit me up on Facebook. I'm I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, The the Sledgehammer is my Instagram uh, tag or whatever. Um, Yeah, y'all hit me up. I've got some big things coming too. I've, you know, I've turned down about, I'd say about six or seven, you know, fights on ESPN, on Dazzy. Oh, wow. So, you know, we just want to make sure we're right before we take those fights. You know, there's- I get that, yeah. I've left a lot of money on the table so that I can train and prepare the way Mike and Ernest would want me to. So, like I said, I'm a different fucking animal and and, and it's about to come out. And it's about fucking time because I'm ready. Yeah, I can see it, man. I I can tell. I, I, I can tell your vibe's different from the last time I talked to you. Man, I see the warrior in you. I see Mike in you. Um, I see everything you've ever been through in you ready to come out. And again, sorry, not sorry to your opponents, but thank God for me because it's going to be very entertaining. That's right. <laughs> I appreciate man, you, you so much for having me. Thank you. Of course, man. I love having you on here. Anytime you want to be back on, you just let me know and we'll get you back on. You have an announcement. You know, even if it's a little quick thing, you know, we don't always have to do extended time. If you just want to come on here and make a few announcements or yeah. you need to get something off your chest or you need to holler at somebody, you just give me a call and let me know, man. Just uh, stay right here when we get off and I'll holler at you, okay? One more thing. Yes, sir. One more thing. Ron Guerrero, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. I'm coming He's for coming. You. Beat your ass out, bitch. I got you. I got you, ho. That's it. No doubts. I have no doubts, man. I just can't wait to watch. I- this is going to be a finish, and I can't wait to watch it. I'm very excited to know that I'm going to get to be a part of that. Um, and I know everybody else is, too. So make sure you watch that BKFC fight. If you fight in March, make sure you watch in March. Also watch Chronic Conversations and keep up with us because we'll make announcements as they come in or he sends them to me as well. Um, thanks again for taking the time out of your day to spend with us. That's the only gift you can give that you don't get back. So I appreciate it uh, more Thank than you'll ever know. I appreciate everybody that was watching, everybody that topped in. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking, so it's hard for me to respond sometimes. So if I didn't respond to you, I apologize. I'll try to get to you um, the next time. Yep. Junior Santiago, subscribe. Yep. Thanks, brother. Junior, what's up? <laughs> Shout out to him. Junior, what's up? Good to see Junior. Um, another great dude. Oh, and uh, Ernest says, also follow Hit City Boxing on Facebook. Definitely follow that. Yes. And support them in any way you can, man. They need it. Um. If they have uh, the Golden Glove matches, anything that go there, that helps out. Um, just whatever you can do to help out, help out, man. These these, these kids need it, and, and at the end of the day, uh, that's what it's all about. Uh, so thank you so much, Juan, for being back on, man. Thank you, Ernest Johnson, for writing in. Everybody else that typed in. Thank you to my beautiful wife, Jen, for being my co-host and being so supportive. I love you. You're my everything, and we will see you next time on Chronic Conversations. Peace. Peace. Bye, everybody.